wrong people in our lives can create wrong seasons in our lives. Today, to avoid frustration and delay harvest, we must discern whom we allow to hang around us, to work for us, and yet even to know our secrets. I've learned that I'm not obligated to change the deceiver around me. However, I am obligated to discern a deceiver and move swiftly away from them. Notice here as I talk about discernment, it is when your spirit is telling you something that your mind isn't. When we begin to discern people, we begin to better equip our lives to be protected from those who are sent by the enemy just to tear us down, to destroy our vision, to weaken our focus and break our spirit, creating in us a season of depression and discouragement. Wrong people are the enemy, number one focus breaker. The devil doesn't destroy ministries, people do. Pastors who get caught up in wrong living destroy their ministries. Sheep who give their ear to wrong voices and wrong thinking begin to become disloyal and they hurt the church ministry in the end. We're going to talk about some things today because I feel like uh, the spirit of Jezebel have angered me to rise up and to declare war on this foul and yet evil spirit. Come to the place of no more. It's time for us to stand up and then be informed. We are not going to allow this spirit to reign and control people any longer. When someone decides to become disloyal, they enter into a spirit of now rebellion. They become critical of what the head, the head leader is doing and the direction of the church and where it is taken. I believe that the church is in need of a great healing. If I was really, really able to tell you the times I've sat down to listen to the wounded in the house of God, not just the sheep, but listen to pastors, bishops, worship leaders. I've heard so many stories of how they was treated, belittled in the name of religion. I was very angered at the lack of responsibility that the pew sitter has taken in this organization and in the body that we call and we expose as the church. I have never seen so much hatred, never witnessed such cold feelings. We watch a person turn their heart away from their pastor when they do. They first start with the disconnecting from the whole of his teaching. They begin to ask questions about who their leader is and if he's really has authority over them. And as soon as someone begins to question the power and authority of their leader, they have opened their mindsets for the spirit of disloyalty to step in and yeah, deceive them. I want to talk to you today because I believe that we have to face the enemy that is knocking at our door. There's an enemy 
that has been knocking called Jezebel. Jezebel is dangerous. I want you to understand something that uh, even in my thinking, I want you to understand that there are people that you thought were holy and called, but in the end, you had to pull out daggers of hate and anger. As I help you today, these people, they don't leave quietly, nor will they leave in order. When they do leave, you got to expect pain and problems when they go. Pain and problems when they go. Try for so long to pray for the problem out of to hope that it would just leave. It would just go away. But the truth is that you can't run from the problem. The only cure is through powerful partnership. Face your attention that Elijah was anointed. Three men to partner with him who became the deciding factor that destroyed those who were enemies to the gospel and God's man. You cannot win the battle over these insecurities without the power of the Holy Spirit and the willingness to confront, running, bowing, out and even trying to work peace will not do it. In the end, they will devour your spirit and take your business, your ministry. And yeah, they'll even destroy and take your church. This spirit can even exist in your own immediate family. And that's a fact. It's hard for parents to submit to one of their children if they're in headship. It is even harder for a sibling to submit to one another. The spirit of jealousy is always lurking in the minds. If you find yourself serving your brother or your sister who is sitting in the seat of headship, make sure that you guard your mind. Most of all, guard your ears because it will be through the venue that the spirit of jealousy and envy, it definitely will enter. I want to face your attention to Miriam. Miriam, the sister of Moses, she was so excited to believe in Egypt that she was called a prophetess in Exodus. Miriam, the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took the timbrel in her hand. And all the women went out after her with timber, with dance. And Miriam, yeah, she answered them. Sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider, he has thrown into the sea. You can find that in Exodus 15 and 20. It wasn't easy for Miriam and Aaron to praise while everything was going well in the ministry, not at all, of Moses. Success keeps the spirit of disloyalty silent. The demon that rises up against leadership won't show his face while there is success in the atmosphere. People usually won't listen 
to negative voices while the ship is making a good headway in a troubled time. Take notes. Watch out when the waters begin to start coming. Why do you say that? I want to face your attention. That when the waters start coming and the wind of progress begin to fade, this is the climate that you will find the atmosphere that the spirit of Jezebel will shine bright as a diamond. Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married. For he had married an Ethiopian woman. So they said, He has the Lord indeed spoken only to Moses. He has not smoke, uh, spoken through us also. And yes, the Lord heard it. Now the man Moses was very humble. More than all men who were on the face of the earth. This was in Numbers 12, 1 through 3. But time had begun to slow down and the journey was becoming long and tiresome. And people had begun to start to complain. They were becoming hungry, tired, questioning the ability of their leader. And here comes the first attack. It didn't come from some foreigner or someone in the congregation. It showed up in Moses' own family. Those who were close to him, his brother and Moses' sister. Sometimes I find it hard for family members to stay loyal and submitted. They have the privilege of getting to see their leader in relaxed times. They were doing their during the childhood times when the leader was seemingly to be nobody. They know their shortcomings. Family members must discern the distraction, the distinction between the man or the woman who is family and the man or woman who is anointed by God to be headship of the body of Christ. Family members who, who choose to stay connected will have to fight some very serious spirits in their own mindset as I talk to you today. Remember that it is impossible for the head to always wear the hat of a leader while resting and spending time with their own family. I've heard it, I've, I've heard it so many times, y'all, uh, with sarcasm, more than once, more than 10 times. You supposed to be a pastor. <laughs> How many of have heard people say you supposed to be a pastor? You don't supposed to act like that. You don't supposed to talk like that. You don't supposed to dress like that. You don't supposed to look like that. Oftentimes it comes from people that have become close to you that you have shared so many secrets about your life story with and concerning your struggles. Miriam says something to Aaron. Uh, she says, now, has the Lord indeed spoken only through Moses? He has not uh, spoken through us also? His trouble beginning to start in a very fashionable and a big way. The way that it begins to start is the mind of disloyalty has started. I want you to know today that God does speak through others in the church. Yes, he will. 
We all have a personal walk in relationship with the Lord. But when it comes to the corporate flow, the corporate, the corporate anointing, when it involves the movement and the growth of the whole body, you have to, you have lost your voice and your ear. Don't think for a moment that God isn't still listening to what is being said at the kitchen table, at the restaurants, the living rooms, all over the city. Yeah. And of course, after church on Sunday. But I want you to understand that he still has the back of his servants. Why do you say that? Because the Lord have heard it. Numbers 12, 1 through 3, if you begin to read that, it will tell you exactly why. Suddenly the Lord said to Moses, Aaron, and Miriam, come out, you three, to the tabernacle of meeting. Then the Lord came down in the pillar of a cloud and stood in the door of the tabernacle and called Aaron and Miriam. And they both went forward. Then he said, here, here now these are my words if there's a prophet among you I the Lord make myself known to him in a vision I speak to him in a dream not so with my servant Moses he is faithful in all of my house I speak with him face to face even plainly and not in the dark, saying, and he sees the form of the Lord. Why then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? Numbers 12, 4 through 8. I want to face your attention because the Lord was very mad at this time. He was so angry that he was ready to kill these people. He didn't care that they were related to Moses. They shouldn't have raised their voice against him in secret. They would have been judged more severely if it hadn't been for Moses interceding on their behalf. I want to face your attention because some of you all, God, that don't understand that your pastor has been in interceding on your behalf. And this is the reason why harm haven't showed itself. This is the reason why you're still able to stand and be prosperous because the shepherd that God has sent to you have been interceding that God don't destroy you, that he don't kill you, that he don't let harm come your way because he has a pure heart. These are the words of God, not the words of man. You do understand that Moses never one time started praying against him. He prayed for them. He interceded for them. Even when family members came up against him, church members would talk after church on Sunday morning, on the telephone, gossiping, talking about people, putting them down. But yet and still, the pastor remained faithful. Family members must watch their guard, their minds not to make the head and their family common. When they have been selected by God to lead. I have to talk to you because Jezebel is real. 
I want you to understand the spirit of Jezebel. I want you to understand uh, the crises that you're faced with, even in, 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 in this topic that I'm talking about. Jezebel was a queen of ancient Israel. Jezebel's story is told in 1st and 2nd Kings. She was introduced as a princess, the daughter of a king, who marries King Ahab. She now turned King Ahab, she turned Ahab away from God, of the Israelites and of the Jews, being the, the inhabitants of, Ju of, of Judah. I want you to understand that towards the worship of God, Baal, Ahab, Jezebel, allowed temples of Baal to operate in Israel and pagan religion, receive royal. Furthermore, the queen used her control over Ahab to lead the Hebrews into sin and subject them to Tyranny. After she had the prophets of Yahweh slaughtered, the prophet Elijah challenged 450 prophets of Baal to a test. 1 Kings 1 and 18. They exposed that God is powerless and had them slaughtered. The meaning of the name, using the vow traditionally, Used for the same, used for the name Jezebel by a Hebrew reader. The Hebrew form of the name means not exalted. But it is highly unlikely her parents would have given her such a name. Read with the different vowels. It could be understood as meaning, where is the prince? In fact, early Syrian Inscription from uh, uh, Ugarit demonstrates that the prince, equivalent of Hebrew, Zebel, was a proper, was a popular title for the storm god of the of the uh, uh, for, for, I can't say the word for the for, for the for anonymous. The question is. Where is the prince? Is it even in literature? Is it form of invocation to call on the God name to appear and act? In other words, this Tyrian princess was given a name in praise of the chief God of her people, whom the Hebrew Bible refers to mainly by the title Baal meaning Lord, Master. Jezebel is then a, was intended to mock this queen and her God, whom she encouraged Israel to worship. The name Jezebel has come down through centuries to be used as a general name for a wicked woman. For a wicked woman. A woman of control, a woman of deceit, 
A woman that will steal your joy. A woman that will change your mind. A woman that is built up like a prince to make you believe that you are all that she need. A woman that would have you to become disloyal. A woman that will have you messed up and discombobulated in your mindset where you can no longer control your actions. There are also men that carry the spirit of Jezebel, of control, astonishing, want to be something that they're not, using different ways to control, to manipulate. A man can also be Jezebel, because in this spirit and in this, and in this hour, it is not only addressed to the woman, it is addressed as a spirit. It was just, um, how can I say this? Uh, we, we, we classify as being a woman, but it's a spirit of Jezebel that have corrupted our mindset, that have brought all kind of situations that we face and we fall victim to circumstances too. We fall victim to circumstances in the church. We fall victim to circumstances in the street because Jezebel has been running wild. There have been marriages that have been deceitful and destroyed because of the spirit of Jezebel controlling the opposite partner's mindset to make them believe that if they don't do this, this will be the results and they follow the spirit of control. This spirit of Jezebel is a dangerous spirit because once it attacks itself to you, it takes way more to get it off of you. It is a wicked spirit of the Antichrist that also serves notice, um, uh, how can I say this, uh, of a witchcraft demon, of a warlock spirit. And we all know that this spirit is not of God. Anytime you're dealing with Jezebel, anytime you're dealing with the actions of Jezebel, you have to know how to count, uh, counter Jezebel and deal with the heart of Jezebel by destroying the mindset of Jezebel. Jezebel has a mindset that she cannot be touched, that this spirit cannot be touched because it's so drainful. You'll find yourself in situations where you normally wouldn't be placed in, but you'll be controlled by the action of Jezebel. You'll be controlled by the anger of the spirit of Jezebel to be able to control what you do and how you react to certain situations. Jezebel would destroy all kind of things that God intends to prosper. It will sit in the front pew, smile at you as if there's nothing going on, but have the intentions to destroy and to diminish the character of the gospel. Jezebel. Jezebel will sit in your household and act as if there is nothing going on with them and have a million and one outsiders involved in destroying you and your purpose. Be careful of how you allow Jezebel to entertain you. I want to talk to you because this is a very serious uh, situation dealing with Jezebel. 
being saved but yet damaged. There are a lot of people that are saved but they are damaged because of what they have seen. The the, the instruction, uh, the assignment of Jezebel to have attacked ministry and have gotten it to the point where it's squeezing the living life out of the ministry. And so they're saved but they're damaged by what their spirit have been able to see in the house of worship. It now becomes a war zone between good and evil. Well, my spirit is willing, but my flesh, it falls to hell and damnation. All because I missed the field. All because I missed the effectuation. All because I missed the attention. All because I missed the gifts. All because I missed the late night bed conversations. All because I, I missed the sweet nothings. And this spirit, it captivates and it damages just like the serpent that comes to kill you. Be careful of how you entertain Jezebel. She would diminish. She would dissect. She would improvise. She would initiate. She would demonstrate. She would do whatever it takes to bring separation division and confusion to your doorstep counter her with the blood stain of Christ anoint your household anoint your children diminish your stand when it comes down to being uh, to the point where you become weakened by it and stand up and become strong and the anointed and fight the spirit with faith prayer love Studying to show thyself approval. Workmen needed not to be ashamed, but rightly divided in the word of truth. I challenge you today, where you are, this is a message for you. From the man of God to the people of God, I'm yours truly, the prodigal son.